Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Welcome to the Lena Nelson Dewey Show on the Along Came a Rider Blog Talk uh, Network. Today, I'm welcoming a, a very good friend of mine who uh, I, call, <laughs> I call her one of my good friends with darker skin because I have several <laughs> good friends with darker skin. I believe God created us with different colors. Because he likes colors. I mean, he made he made flowers different colors. He made, and I just think he likes colors, and so do I. Uh, and her name is Michelle Stimson. Uh, I'm, here's her bio. I'll share that with you. Best-selling author Michelle Stimson has penned more than thirty Christian fiction books, including traditional bestsellers, *Divas of Damascus Road*. Amazon number one bestseller, Stepping Down, an award-winning Mama Bee series, and Falling into Grace, which has been optioned for a made-for-TV movie. Yay, Michelle! She has also published Yay. more than 50 yeah, more than fifty short stories through her educational publishing company, WeGottaRead.com. I like that too, Michelle. Michelle holds an English degree from Jarvis Christian College and a master's degree in education from the University of Texas at Arlington. She's a part-time language arts consultant. She also serves in women's ministry through teaching and publishing. She and her husband have two young adult children, one granddaughter, and one bizarre dog. And you want to you will find her online at www.michellestimson, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S-T-I-M-P. SON.com. And we'll give that at the end of the show. So if those of you who do not have your pens ready and paper, uh, you'll get it again. Okay. Well, Michelle, I was just so thrilled to have you here today. Uh, I know we're probably we're going to talk about two of your books, but we'll talk about other things too. Uh, this well, Deacon Brown's daughter. <laughs> yeah, Deacon Brown's daughter daughters it is sounds really interesting to me so tell us about it so again thank you for having me lena it's my pleasure um, oh. you've been certainly um a, just an absolute um blessing to my life as a writer and so i just want to say that first of all um but deacon thank brown's you. daughters is a book that's been you're welcome a book that's been on my radar for several years and it's the story of a man who had children in his very younger years, college years, and um, he actually had four children by four different women, um, just hanging around and spreading the love around, I guess, in his early yeah. days. And now he is in his 50s, and um, he never had a connection with the children that he sired. So he's in his 50s now. He's actually become a believer, thank God. 
Um, and he wants to be a deacon at the church that he belongs to. And one of the things that came up kind of in that process was, well, where are you with your children? And um, so it kind of spurred him. It was one of the things that spurred him um, to try to go back and repair these, you know, rips in, in it that I don't even think he realized he had a problem necessarily. He didn't grow up with his father and he just kind of felt like, Hey, you just, you, the cards that you get, you just deal with whatever you're dealt with. You just play with those cards and you keep on moving in life. Um, um, but he's learning differently now that he's in Christ and now that he's surrounded by men who know the Lord. And so his quest to go back and do that, um, takes him through a big, long journey, and not everybody is happy to see him pop up out of nowhere in their lives again. So that's kind of um, I can imagine a book that. that's been definitely. Um, I was separated from my father as a young girl, and part of getting this book together was interviewing him and uh, asking him questions that I had never asked in 40-something years. Wow. That sounds really, really good. You know, I think, Michelle, we need to feature that on my blog. So contact me afterwards and I'll give you a date. Email me, girl. We want that on the blog. I will do that. Definitely. And now tell us about, tell us about Mama B. (laughs) Mama B is a lot, a lot of fun. I think Mama B might have been birthed (laughs) at your house or close to your house. I, I think, well, now I, We've had we had Mama B at my house. I'm thinking the first one I remember, but I might have them backwards. Is I okay. met him in the ladies' restroom. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, that one came out before Mama B, but that was kind of my first venture into really just a funny book, as I mean, a funny Christian yeah. book. Um, and I don't, and it really kind of. And I've always had like an element of humor, I think, in my writing, but it, that was just a lot of fun to do, just just going from laugh to laugh to laugh. And Mama B kind of um, has that humor. Um, it's it's, uh-huh. it's not um, in your face like the other one as much, but Mama B is a 72, starts off as a 72-year-old widow. And um, so there are six books in the series now, but in the first one, she's 72, she's a widow. And um, she lives alone, and she's glad about it. She's like, yes, I'm enjoying my life. People leave me alone. And she loves the Lord. She has a great <laughs> relationship with him. But but in every book, there's somebody who needs a place to stay. <laughs> and Mama B doesn't uh-huh. really want them staying with her. But, um, you know, she has to obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so in every book, you're going to see her grow as a believer, even at her age, to continue to seek the Lord, to be wrong, and to have him to correct her. And even as wise as she is, and she is a very wise woman, I just, when I think of her, I think of what it must be like to, to, you know, after you've walked with God 30, 40, 50 years, um, the the wealth of wisdom that, that the older generation has to share with everybody is amazing to me. And so when I write Mama B, I'm much younger than she is, um, but I... It, it grows me as a writer to and as a yeah. believer um, to get in that space. Yeah, listeners, I want you to know, I uh, one of the things I love about Michelle's uh, comedic writing is that, yes, she takes us from laugh to laugh. 
but she also takes the reader deep within the characters all the way to their healing and it takes yeah. it takes a very special deft hand to do that god has blessed you with that talent michelle and i praise the lord for it um, well, I bless God. So when did you? It's awesome. Yeah, when did you start writing? Well, and that's kind of what led me into this whole Mama Bee and this kind of thing. I started writing regularly. Uh, I was published in 2004, so there's the technical oh. part of it all. But I started writing regularly when I was 12 years old, and it came in the form of keeping a diary. And um, uh -huh. my mother had a really bad car accident when I was 12, and so I started. Uh, all of a sudden, I became the mom of the family just overnight, and she's, she was healed from that, but it took about four years or so, so by that time, you know, I'm 16, 17, and I know everything in the world, obviously. Um, and so that writing of that journal during those times when I didn't really have a mom, it, I realized now that it was it was the Lord just keeping me because that journal became my free therapy. It became my best friend. When it, it could have been some little boy down the street. It could have been drugs. It could have been the bad crowd, but the Lord just gave me yes. writing to keep me in that time and little did i know that was really the training for the writing that i do now and of course when you're writing in your diary it's first person so it's, i said this and then he said that and i don't know what he was thinking and so as when i started writing i didn't know anything except to write first person and even though i have written many many books now some of them are first person some of them have been third person but i think my best received books like Mama Bee, like Boaz Brown, um, are the books that I write in first person because that's just my natural mode. I did uh -huh. that for 20 years before I ever uh, had a book published. So I, I didn't know any other way, even though my publisher said to me, you know, that's the hardest way to write a book. I didn't even know it was supposed <laughs> to be hard, so I just did it. And that's, really, that's oh. really one thing that I've enjoyed about being a writer is I don't know that stuff is supposed to be hard, and so I just do it. Well, see, uh, writing first person is very uncomfortable for me. It's not my, my, I write best in third person. I can still take, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of deep POV, I can, and, and keeping mm -hmm. a specific person in POV in each, in each scene, in, I can take mm -hmm. people deep into them. Now, I did early in my writing, I, I did try uh, first person short story, mm -hmm. and I even wrote a second person short story when I learned, <laughs> learned about second person. And it's a pretty darn good short story. You know, I haven't ever entered it anywhere or anything like that, but it was about uh, when, when my mother, when I found out about my grandmother dying and how mm -hmm. she died because my grand my mother died when i was seven and so my aunt had been telling me a lot of things but anyway so it takes deep into to the character but the second person was really really hard <laughs> uh wow. and and god god gives us each a specific talent you know definitely it, definitely he does one time i was reading someone's book and it was so lyrical. Have you read? Have you read someone in their book is so lyrical? The words yeah, are yeah. almost musical, you know. And I was reading this mm -hmm. book and and I laid it down in my lap and I said out loud, 
there is no way that I could ever have written. I would never have chosen these words. I'd, this is, you know, yeah. and God very clearly spoke into my heart. And he said, no, you couldn't because I didn't give you that book to write. Mm -hmm. But she mm -hmm. could not write the books I've given you as well as you can. This is true. Boy, this is talk true. about an awakening. <laughs> it's like, that's Whoa. so awesome. God, He's so good. God doesn't want us to compare ourselves to each other, uh, to other people's writing. We compare ourselves right. to what we did before. And are we growing? And speaking of your mama bee, <laughs> from, from the ripe old age of 74 going on 75, uh, <laughs> I, you, you don't ever stop growing in the Lord or growing deeper right. in your relationship with him. Right. It's just, I know our, um, our pastor is teaching a series on the Ten Commandments, and it is so different from anything I've ever heard on the Ten Commandments. He said when he oh, was wow. studying this with the Lord, God showed him that the Ten Commandments are about a relationship with him mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and how each of these commandments, as we understand what they really, really mean, helps enrich our walk with right. him and uh, uh, it was he was talking about in the very first one he said God wants a relation he doesn't want you to just know about him he wants you to have a relationship where you understand God's ways right. and I had it's had hard. an event yeah. that week right before I had an event that week right before I was just and it was like God had done that in my life so that when I heard this mm -hmm. sermon, it was like, wow, because that was a God event in my life. And yeah. so mm -hmm. I brought that up because I want to ask you, have you had any special God events recently that God said? I have actually. You know, you know, I became a new grandmother about seven weeks ago yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I've seen, very, very I've seen cute pictures of her, <laughs> or of your of your grandchild. <laughs> just a it's just a few. yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> I am out of memory on my phone already, right? So the thing is, watching her and and watching her grow, and and see, when I had my kids, I was very young. I was twenty one and twenty three, and mm -hmm. I remember being anxious. And I mean, yes, I love them and all of that, but I was so anxious. I was so afraid of how I might mess everything up. And I just felt this huge, almost this burden of responsibility. And so I didn't really enjoy them the way that I enjoy my granddaughter. And, you know, I've oh, heard yeah. people say, well, you know, you just enjoy your, you love your grandkids a different way. And I, in my mind, I don't even know that it's a different love. I just think it's a different perspective that, Okay, this is not yeah. just a child that's been born on the earth. This is a this is a creation of God. She has a job to do for the Lord. I mean, like I'm here, I get the opportunity to lend myself to lend everything that I know to, you know, her upbringing and her raising. I don't see it as yes. a burden that I saw my own children. And so just yes. that that change in perspective on just the whole point of life has been amazing to me to experience this again at a different level has said so much about 
how much God loves us and how he creates us. And at the end of the day, we really are here for his glory. It has been so refreshing. And it also has slowed me down in so many awesome ways. Um, just my daughter's pregnancy was, it was a rough pregnancy. And so there's been a lot of slowing down, but even though I have slowed down, spiritually, there's been a lot of speeding up, a lot of maturation, Uh very quick maturation. And so just the the idea of that resting has actually caused more to be done than what what could have gotten done if I'd been ripping and running like I always did. So it's interesting to see that paradigm shift in my brain. The first time I held my first grandchild, you know, when he was, Mm -hmm. before he was a whole day old, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I looked into his face and I got such a sense of legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And destiny. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, this is what, this is carrying our family legacy to another generation. And then when, when uh, now we're into the next generation, <laughs> we have a bunch <laughs> of generations already here. <laughs> and yes, it's awesome. Yes, it's so awesome. Yeah, you can, you can pour into them uh, in ways uh, that you were, <laughs> you were too young and stupid to know how to do when you had kids. Exactly. I was that way. Exactly. I was that way. Yeah. At, for sure. I, I think we all were. Yeah. Oh, I know. Definitely. I know. There, there's no, they don't come with a, with an instruction book, but our instruction book is the Bible. But at that point, we don't even, we don't even think of it that way. You know what I'm saying? No, we really don't. No, we don't. Because we're just, we're living life and we're living it the best yeah, we can. Like, with, oh my goodness. There's daycare, there's yeah. bottles, there's, you know, it's just a different, you're just in a different place. When you, when yeah, you're this little, <laughs> this little piece, this little piece of humanity is depending upon me for everything. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that does bring us. I didn't in. know enough to depend on him. You know, yeah. to, oh, to go. It's not yeah. really even me. It's the Lord. So yeah, he's yeah. good. He's good yeah. at how he teaches us and raises us. Okay. Um, now I want to get back to your writing and your books. I'm so thrilled for mm-hmm. your God event, though. That's great. Um, I, I know that you learned to do, to create book covers. I remember when you started that. Are you mm-hmm. still doing any of that? I do some. Um, I usually start off making the book cover if I, you know, for everything that I write, but then if it's just not working out, then I'll, and like my time is getting short, I'll just go ahead and hire somebody else. If I've already spent six or seven hours trying to figure it out, I go, okay, this is not for me to do. So then I do have kind of my backup other people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have, I have, there's a designer, <laughs> young, young, young girl down at Rotter. She's a writer. She writes uh, Westerns so far. And oh, I love cool. her books. And she, she did her covers for uh, all of her her books. And I liked her covers. And so mm-hmm. when I had um, The Gold Digger republished, mm-hmm. uh, it was La Fonju in Golden, New Mexico. But I had, when I got my rights back, they owned the title. I didn't want the title anyway. I changed it to The Gold oh, Digger. Okay. And she... She um, 
designed that was the first one she designed for me and i told her kind of what i wanted i said i gotta have a cowboy <laughs> on the cover mm -hmm. you know and, yeah, you need a and i said i i wouldn't i wouldn't mind him you know the background could be this or the background could be that or whatever and that's kind of all i gave her was the title and that kind of thing mm -hmm. and i do not like black on the covers mm -hmm. i didn't tell her that i mean i don't like a lot of black a uh, mm -hmm. black background on the covers right and right. she did she did the cover real quickly and she sent it to me and she said what do you think about this and i just stared at that book that book cover mm -hmm. and it grabbed me but there's a lot of black on it yeah. and <laughs> i told her i said this is not at all what i expected but i love it i really love it and okay. she said well i pray I prayed about it and that's what I got. Yeah. I thought, okay, this girl's yeah. going to be my designer. <laughs> Whenever I hire a designer, yeah. that's who's going to be. And she, the, Either if you one. go to my, my, um, uh, Facebook page, my Facebook profile, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the header are the three books she has designed for me. Oh, okay. uh, she designed, she designed my newest book, uh, a heart's gift. And then she just she had done the gold digger, and then she did a for a novella collection we did uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, she did that one. Okay, okay. Uh, do you know thirty minutes goes really fast? <laughs> it does. You're it absolutely. Yeah. Does. You are traditionally published and indie published. Which are you doing more of now? These days, I'm doing more indie publishing and hoping to get the rights back to everything that I have with other publishers so that I can republish those things. Um, however, because I'm going into a lot of more nonfiction lately, I am uh -huh. thinking about submitting some things to publishers just because, I don't know, there's kind of a, it's kind of like the same thing with, with writing children's books. And, you know, there's kind of a, a click when it comes to children's books. Yeah. Clicks when it comes to nonfiction. Not so much fiction. Fiction's a different world I'm finding out. So I am yeah. considering using a publisher. But in my brain, I, do, I think of it just that way. And I know it's going to sound bad. But using a publisher to establish that nonfiction, um, you know, world, the, the whole credibility yeah but then again leaving and doing my own thing eventually there as well so i think that as a writer i've i've kind of gone okay what can i bring to the table what can they bring to the table um do they have something i don't have already praying about all of that because i do think that the yeah. nonfiction is a is a lot different it's very different yeah well i know that uh it's easier to get uh to win awards and to have uh some of the bigger review sites review you if you're with traditional i've learned that mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. but uh speaking of awards and i know you're an essence best-selling author now tell us of your mm -hmm. other awards you have other awards I won a Christian Literary Award from a uh, Joy and Company, which is a literary award, you know, company, and uh, uh -huh. for Mama B for the Mama B series. So that and so, and I won two awards that year. So I, I have a couple of my little awards around the house, um, but uh, that and then also the, the bestseller status 
online as well as in the traditional sense. So it's been kind of neat. The funny thing is um, my family, so they keep me so humble. I called home one day and told my daughter, I've been nominated for this award and blah, 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 and I'm going on and on. And she was like, okay, but can you stop and get some milk on the way home? So, <laughs> oh, I so, so understand that. My To my so, kids and grandkids, it was just, that's my grandma. Oh, she writes, you know, Jennifer. Uh, yeah, she yeah. writes. It's no big deal. And one time at the, we had, we had a fall festival and we were at the football stadium in South Lake because we'd outgrown the church parking lot and all that kind of stuff. And about the second or third year that we were there, I w had gone, James was working the the parking lot helping and I was walking through and I saw Jennifer and I said hey Jennifer and she goes mom mom come here I want to introduce you to someone and she mm -hmm. I came over there and she said this is my mom she's a famous author <laughs> and I almost <laughs> dropped I almost dropped my teeth like who are you and what have you done with my daughter because <laughs> I've never gotten that from never gotten that from it right. from a, a family member okay another thing i yeah. do want to talk about um uh you know i, I love you and i want to see you a lot but we live in different parts of the metroplex and so we don't see you as often yeah. as we'd like to but one thing right. i like about you your books cross eth ethnic lines they do mm -hmm. they're enjoyed by readers mm -hmm. across the board and uh right. your voice keeps them delving deep into your characters i like that right and uh uh your voice has that you have that southern roots voice which a lot yes, of people like <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. that's i just I, love that uh I and i know an you're busy you know? <laughs> I, i'm doing audiobook huh are you gonna I'm yeah gonna are you, joy told me she might be working with you on your audiobooks yes she was yes, I thrilled you know she's yes. in she's in my critique group she drives over from tyler to my critique group every week yes a friend of hers drives with her yeah. she That's or almost do. every week she sometimes has things but she came you know i have this big event tomorrow night i have a big book event at this coffee shop mm -hmm. coffee company up uh in north north of us and uh okay kindred coffee company anyway when i put that online that i was going to have this when she came to critique group that week she came early and she came in i wasn't even finished eating supper and she came and she sat down and she said miss lena i'm going to come and help you with your event and Aww. i said joy you live in Tyler. She said, I know, but I am coming to help you with your event. And the girl who drives with her, she's, you know, drives her now. She can't, she's going to come. They said, we're, we're going to serve you. And I'm like, do you know how humble that made me feel that these right, people were choosing right. to drive from Tyler to come over and serve me? I just almost yeah. cried. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know you're busy, but do you, what do you enjoy uh, some leisure activities well right now my whole leisure is just the baby i just i rock i kind of <laughs> i kind of assumed that having had grandchildren myself <laughs> they do yes, take up a whole lot of your life yeah yes um new favorite thing to do <laughs> new favorite thing to do you yes yes okay once again i want to give the people your contact information at 
you can find Michelle at www.michellestimpson, all one word, and she would love to have you find her there. You're on, you're on Facebook too, right? Yes, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. okay. I also want I, I want to tell you and our listeners, in case they don't know, all of our uh, Along Came a Rider uh, Blog Talk Network shows become free podcasts on iTunes. So you can, if if you go to iTunes and uh, put in Along Came a Writer Network, it will show all of our podcasts and you can go listen to them. I don't know if you can download them, but but you can go listen to them. I know that. Well, no, you can download. You have to download them to listen to them. Anyway, you're podcasted now. Okay. <laughs> Yay. I'm out there. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, Michelle, I, I love you. I love what you do. I'm thrilled for you for your having a grandchild. And uh, I just want pray blessings on you and your ministry. Both your writing and your and your uh, speaking and your teaching. And bless you. Thank you. I received that. 